How's it going, everybody out there in podcast land? It's your boys. Nothing special here. Bringing it back to you once again for episode 78. Our, what is this? Our, uh, our this part is, three. Part three of the part three part special. Of the three-part decade ending special. Oh, uh, fuck. There we go. <laughs> part three. And uh, in case, if you haven't been following us, folks, uh, we did a... Um, our first two parts, mm-hmm. which was our, what was the first part? We did the top 10 decades, we or did, top 10 albums of we, the decade. We did our respective top five albums of We're, the decade. Yeah, we each had top five albums and of the decade. we did a combined top 10 uh, games of the decade. Yeah. And now, <clears> we're, now, now we're separate again. Now we're separate again, and we're bringing to you guys <laughs> our, t- you right? You get like a cough button. We <laughs> <laughs> I have a mute button I could have hit. Um... We're going to bring you guys our respective top five each films of the past decade for our third, third part, three, third part of our three part special mm-hmm. end of the decade special uh, episode 78, man. We're getting close to 100. We got to do something special for 100. I'm scrambling for uh, my fifth movie. So I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Fuck? Um, yeah, we are. We're getting close to 100. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Every single guest back oh, on. Oh, shit. Which I don't know. Like, there's only we can, been we like four just, guests. But. We, we, we can just uh, skimp out and just do like a best of That's clips. what I'm like thinking about. <laughs> yeah, like, and like, like we've talked of. about it. Like yeah. every milestone we've come upon where it's like, oh, we're at episode 25. Let's do like a clip thing. And then like it we, just seems like a lot of work. We can do it, but it's that's literally going to take like I like, two need, weeks of I work. I feel like it. We could do it if I come over one day uh-huh. and we just sit in this room and just you have your computer through. out and I just we just, we both go through and we're like this moment, this moment, this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then you splice them together and we put it up. Yeah. Which we should do one of these things. We should do. Just That'll, let me know when that should be like a nice little special bonus. Just let me know when. Gotcha. We we, we yeah, we gotta do that. We gotta do that. But um yeah, hope you guys had a very uh, good New Year's. <clears throat> hope you guys had a Happy very New good Year's. A very good Christmas. Did we we recorded the episode after Christmas, didn't we? We recorded which Between? one? The video game one. Yeah, I think that one was before Christmas. Oh well, I think. In any case, hope you guys had a very Does good it feel holiday. Like Christmas and New Year never happened. Yeah, it feels like, like yeah. dude. It feels like everybody just said fuck it. And yeah, just, like, like, took I, it off. I kind of feel like. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm at work and I keep thinking, well, I'll push this till after Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, oh, it's like January eighth or whatever. <laughs> Holidays are over, son. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, before we get into it, I feel like you had a very, uh, um, very valid point the other day, and I think mm-hmm. you you posted on Facebook, uh-huh. and you said like, you know, we here at nothing special pride ourselves on uh, bringing the bring you the truth, like anytime we can. <laughs> yeah, and you said, like, I, I don't know, like the exact quote, but you were like, so they're just gonna hit us with a really cool Call of oh, Duty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then k- try to kick off World War Three. Yep. Nice try. Yeah, nice was, fucking yeah. try. How convenient. Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, the government's looking at our KD like, ratios, yeah, folks. Like, yeah. They're looking at them. So the new Call of Duty comes out. I'm, I I don't really like Call of Duty like that. Uh-huh. And even I'm in. Yeah. It's like really We're badass. All it's really cool. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, they're oh like, hey, God. but how would you like to go to real war? Yeah. 
you like the game so much. Yeah, go ahead. You like boots on the ground gameplay, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not get that boots on the ground yeah. real life. Uh huh. Oh, I remember yeah. when you hit that like accept all terms? Yeah, that's the draft. <laughs> that's the draft, <laughs> yeah. son. Welcome. Yeah, Uncle, hey, Uncle know, Sam thanks you. What, what's crazy is that like we're past that draft age. Yeah, and that like is really weird to me because I think at some point I was scared that I would be drafted someday. I was very terrified when I was little. When I was uh, younger. And I saw uh, Saving Private Ryan for the first time. And that's when my parents explained to me what exactly was like World War mm-hmm. II and explained to me what a draft was. I was terrified. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm like 13. They're like, yeah. I'm 12. At the, I'm 12 now. That means like when I turn 16, I'm in. I'm out. Like, they're going to send me there. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I used to be really scared of that, too. Mm-hmm. I just thought it'll happen. I'll be 20 something yeah. and something will pop off and they'll think, Oh, well not enough people are in the military. It's time to set up the draft again. Yep. But look at us now. Yeah. Look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> couple 29 <laughs> year olds. A uh, couple of uh, prime units we got yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they would even want us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you've been working now. You look like you could uh, hold your own out there. Uh, Me know. on the other hand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Probably. I just, I don't know. I could, Lift something heavy, but if you need me to run, I'm out. I feel like I'm I could, out. I could like weasel my way into a desk job somewhere. Yeah, like, uh, oh, this guy is good with. That's a dream, right? Like doing desk stuff. I don't know because I'm not <laughs> yeah. good at computer stuff, but I would like to think maybe I can. Have you seen Frankie Stable? My God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, let's let's save that for. The next week. I just wanted to bring it up just yeah, in case that's, we never talk about one. it again. Yeah, that, that, in case that's you never hear one. this podcast. Uh, yeah, that's true because we're, we're, we're staying. 2020, we're staying bringing you guys the, the hard the hard hitting facts and news. Uh, we're uncovering stories left and right. Mm-hmm. We still got the Unsolved Mystery sound, sound bite, folks. Don't don't worry about that. It's not yeah. on this board. Yeah. <laughs> but we still still have it. Um, But yeah, so for this episode, Frankie and I, in no particular order. No order. We're it's just, it's no just, order, just, but I'm definitely saving my favorite movies for last. Yeah, yeah, same. But no order. no order. We're going to just give you, we're going to name five movies each. We could have done ten, but then that'll be a three-hour episode. Yeah. We just, come on, come on. Uh, so we're going to hit you with five films each that were made in the past decade that we think are very good films. We highly recommend them for you to watch if you haven't seen them already. I'm going to tell you right now. Frankie remarkably has like some deeper cuts than I do. I feel like my shit's really like mainstream. I'm like, well, I feel like no, I feel like we are both on some mainstream shit because we were just looking at some like uh, lists of like movies that came out this decade. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we haven't seen that mm-hmm. is very critically acclaimed. There, and at at the end, uh, you know, at the end, we'll just name off some uh, honorable mentions that I that I want to talk about. But I got my fifth movie. I got oh, you I got, got the fifth movie. Oh shit! All right, he's got it. <laughs> I think you got the fifth film, and and you would have never thought, you never thought. Now I'm fucking curious. Kind of, I'm kind of happy you didn't tell me. All right, so uh, you want me to go first? Uh, yeah. Or do you want to go first? You can go first. You sure you want me to go first? Yeah. Let me see how you do it, and then I'll follow you. Okay. Well, um, for my first film, uh, this was a. I looked up like Frankie, like Frankie already. Uh, I mean, we didn't just like look it up and then take from there. We just need a little help. To yeah, what yeah. Came out would, this year. Do you remember what, what came decade. out? So it helps whenever you you know you, you go back and you look at other lists. But um, I I got to be honest, I didn't see this one on a lot of lists, and it really surprised me because when it first came out, 
this shit was like everywhere and it had everybody talking and this was uh this particular director's like return to I guess a more traditional film than what he had been previously making, which I will add were fucking great movies as well. But this was like his like oh man, now he's back. Like now he's making like movie movies. And um the number five movie that I'm gonna say and again, no particular order, but I'm just I'm late. my first film is uh, none other than Inception. It has to be Inception. Uh, brought to you by uh, Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio stepping in, killing it. I'm not gonna lie, I might not know some of the like key facts like that of some of my movies. Oh, that's but, fine. You know, Ellen Page, Cillian, <laughs> yeah. Mur- Cillian Murphy. That's my fucking boy right there. Hell yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. This is all star cast, folks. Tom Hardy, Ken Watanabe. Oh my god, it's just like you go back. Michael Caine, I forgot he was in that movie. But you go back and you uh watch I watched this movie just the other day. Mm-hmm. It's still fucking great. It's a fucking phenomenal film. It's uh I think what it brought to the table at the time, and this was like in two thousand ten, I believe this movie came out. Yeah, two thousand ten. Um, I feel like when this when this film first dropped, it had everybody talking because of just how um, it was like a more grounded action film, but it still had like fantastic like elements to it because mm-hmm. it had you know that whole like the visual element of like what a dream can like contain, and it had a very interesting premise and a very cool plot in my opinion. Um, you know, an amazing cast, a director who knew what he was doing, a director who like had a lot of respect for practical effects. I mean, all that coming together, it's fucking phenomenal, man. It's like one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. Uh, and after seeing it the other week, I was like, yep, this is cemented as like one of my favorite movies. It easily, easily. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't have like too much memory about Inception. I uh-huh. saw it maybe in 2010. I feel like, did we watch it? We, we watched it we once. We found out that we watched it in the same theater. Yeah. But not together. Because mm-hmm. we both saw it at... Well, I don't... It was probably the second time you've seen it, but... That's the connection Frankie and I yeah. had. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I went with Megan, Dustin, and Cashwood. Yeah. And they, the thing is, they were showing it at the A&M campus uh-huh. in, like, their theater. Yeah. And it was, like... You, it was a quarter, I think. You yeah. paid a quarter, you could watch it. Mm-hmm. And I remember t- we talked about it once, and I was like, oh, I saw the A&M at a quarter night. And you were like, oh, shit, I was there, too. Yep. So, but... um, Like I said, that was 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember a lot about it, but I, I, w- I want to say I went with Kyle and Melinda. Possibly. Yeah. That um, was, yeah. Dude, it, I loved it, man. From loved what I it. remember, it's like you said, there was a ton of hype behind it uh-huh. because it had these really cool, um, because everything is like in a dream or whatever. Yeah. Like I said, I don't even remember much of the premise, but everything happens. Like people go into their dreams and they're like exploring things yep. within their subconsciouses and stuff. But there was these really cool effects where they would be in, like, spinning rooms. Yes, And everybody dude, that, was just like, how the that, hell did they do that? That entire sequence is what, I'm, was what I was, like, referring yeah. to. And, that like, that's amazing. all done with, like, just rooms that are on, like, a, we- a spinning kind of thing, right? Yeah. And the yeah. actor is inside the spinning room mm-hmm. acting it out. Mm-hmm. And they had the, like, scenes where the, like, city is, like, folding on top of itself. Yeah. So, visually, I remember thinking, oh, this looks incredible. Yeah. 
but you know me at the time i was just like this fucking movie right yeah. like oh my god like uh and that's the thing with like uh that's the thing with christopher nolan just in in, 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 in uh, of himself where mm-hmm. you know he, he kind of is like up his own ass sometimes or a lot of people feel that way mm-hmm. i don't but i can understand somebody feeling that way about it but with inception i think it just like it did too much for like the industry that I think that you can warrant like or you can like, no, like pass that yeah you definitely see and, that uh, like that took movie making to like that feels like as much as I give Avatar shit mm-hmm. I feel like Avatar felt like a movie that was like oh we're gonna take it up to here yeah and then like Inception felt like another movie that was like what yeah. about up here yeah, about up yeah, yeah. yeah exactly and I and I'll say to this day like you wouldn't have the visuals in Doctor Strange I I feel if, like if you if you did not have Inception because Doctor Strange like. To me, from what I remember, almost copies the shit from Inception. Yeah, it kind of feels where the like the city it. like folds on itself. Yeah, yeah, it kind of feels that way. It kind of feels that way. But uh, even the the soundtrack, man, Hans Zimmer just like fucking just everything. Everything about the movie from the from the the scoring, the directing, the cast, the plot, everything just came together and made this perfect little package. And it started off the decades with with such a big bang that it had like a rippling effect throughout the industry. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I love that film. So, if you haven't seen it, uh, give it a watch. You, you you owe it to yourself. All right. So, like we said, no particular order. Mm-hmm. And so, my first movie, even though oh, fuck it, uh, I'm going to go with Gravity. Ah. So, for those of you who don't know Gravity, and it's been such a long time that you know you could forget, but Gravity is uh, a movie with Sandra Bullock, George Clooney. And uh, to be honest, like, I don't really remember who else because yeah. not that it doesn't matter. But <clears throat> so the movie is basically Sandra Bullock and George Clooney are in space. And like going forward, we're going to probably spoil a lot of movies because we're talking these movies. Yeah, you for think sure. you think like we could give like a spoiler warning? Yeah, I think so. Because we're talking about them. I don't know. Um, so anyways, George Clooney, Sandra Bullock are in space and they're on some mission it's just the two of them yeah. from what i remember i think they're just like in the in the international space yeah station, and something thing. goes wrong where like a, something crashes into the space station and they get launched out and she has to kind of survive in space and she gets back into the a space i think she gets back into the space station yeah but the movie pretty quickly becomes just sandra bullock by herself um surviving in space surviving in space and it's just like a really kind of isolated movie a lot of isolation, mm-hmm. just her in space by herself, dealing with like her own thoughts and surviving, and it's it's pretty heavy because there's a lot of tie back to like she's somebody who has dealt with like a lot of loss in her life. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of parts in the movie where she's just like, I don't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of done with this shit. Like my daughter, her daughter died when she, her daughter died, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of that, and it's just like her will to kind of like survive and overcome, and. It, I thought that movie was incredible. Yeah, that movie was fucking great. And you want to talk about visuals too? That movie, yeah. that movie was insane. I think I saw that one in IMAX. Yeah, and it's just amazing to see a movie where just one actor is carrying the load of like, yep. you know, expressing and developing the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And as far as like Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock can act her ass off. That's like, top of the line. Yeah, like she's she's a list mm. as about as a list as you. can And get. I think like we forget that sometimes. Yeah, and I don't know why. Maybe okay, because like I think that she she does so little now. Yeah, that when she does, it's like oh, oh Sandra shit. Bullock's like in the Sandra mix. Bullock's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, she's fucking. Because she's I'm, great, man. Like you know, she was in. She's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, 
I couldn't tell you what all of them are. She's in Speed. She was in Speed. <laughs> Fucking movie's she was great. <laughs> Miss Congeniality. Yep. I love those movies. Uh, yeah, and I think she's like too. really funny, right? Yeah. Um, but this movie was just like, oh, Sandra Bullock's taking a, a turn for like the series here and yep. really stretching her acting chops. So. Yeah, she was in Demolition Man too. That's a good. I never seen that. I feel like people good talk ass about fucking movie. movie, man. She was in Bird Box. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> um, but yeah, man, Gravity like just so good, and you could tell like I don't. I think the director's name is Alfonso Cuaron or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he's a Mexican director. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like some of the stuff you see in the movie is just like it's got like a lot of metaphors and symbolism and stuff. Yeah, and I really love that part where she's like out in space and she's like struggling to breathe and survive and then when she finally i don't know if you remember when she finally gets into the space station and she takes off her suit and she's like struggling to take it off because she can't breathe yeah and she finally does and she like faints but as she faints she kind of like curls up and she looks like a fucking like fetus, a, like a fetus yeah. yeah and then like the little cords are hanging like an umbilical cord yeah. i don't know something about that I was just like yep. yeah a lot of yep. a lot of good visual just just um the cinematography is just amazing in that in the fucking movie mm-hmm. and uh and again i, I feel like that's that's one of those films where it was like, we're going to take this up a little bit. We're going to take this up just just a bit. Like, we're bringing you this actor who, who we know she's a fucking This as, is the as fucking, talented as you If I'm get. thinking right, this is the, like, song that they play at the end. Yeah. Spoiler, she makes it back to Earth. Yeah. But, like, she makes it back, and I, she lands somewhere, like, very fertile. Like, where uh-huh. it's, like, she's in, like, a river with, like, clay and... There's yeah, grass. And she's like and crawling back. To, yeah, yeah, back to like she comes from the water, crawls back onto the land, and I was yeah. like, "That's that next level symbolism." Yep, that's shit. what I'm saying, man. It's it was really good. Yeah, you're, that you're that, make me want to fucking watch. That's all these the shit films. that like makes you feel smart for yeah. like yeah to notice it. Yeah, yeah, even though it's like I imagine that's like filmmaking 101. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Gravity. That's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't expect you to pick uh, to put Gravity. I didn't know you liked Gravity as as much as as much as you did. Yeah, I I don't buy a lot of movies. I bought that one. Damn, you bought that one. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I know you don't buy you don't buy shit. Like you don't buy any like any movies at all. So fuck me. Alright. I didn't I had <laughs> no idea. Um so let me see here. So my number four. My number four movie, my my fourth movie in my top five. Uh again, no particular order. But I feel like this had to make one of our lists. And if it didn't, um, I I would never forgive myself. But you know, I mean, no matter who you are, no matter what sort of opinion you have on these types of films, like you can't deny the uh, the impact that this one particular movie had on not even just the industry, just like the fucking world at this point. But. Uh, I'm talking about it, folks. I'm talking, yeah. about, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the Avengers. The original first Avengers. The culmination of yeah. everything. <laughs> the culmination of the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming together for the first time. Um, you know, at this point, it had been hinted. It had been rumored, talked about. Everybody thought it was too good to be true. I thought it was too good to be true. But lo and behold, Marvel kicks off. Like they kicked off their MCU with Iron Man, mm-hmm. but that shit really got in gear once the Avengers hit the hit the fucking movie screens. And uh, to this day, I think it's you know even though I love jamming ass version, of, I don't know. It feels yeah. like a different. It's like more drums in it. <laughs> yeah. This is the this is the first one. Yeah, this is, this is when it was like 
yo, we're, we know what we're doing. Like, yeah. we're, we're kicking this shit off real good. You know, as much as I love Endgame, as much as I love Infinity War, and you have so many other fucking Marvel films, like, I don't think you can top Avengers, like, being it. Like, when you think of Marvel, you think of the Avengers, the, the original one. Yeah, um... Like you said, this is kind of what kicked everything off. Yeah. And what's weird is, so here we are almost, what is that, like eight years ago? Mm-hmm. Came out in 2012. Yeah. So it, when I think back on Avengers now, because of every, everything we've seen, the first Avengers feels almost like kind of quaint to me. Like, it's just like, oh, it's like a, that's like a, oh, like such a little ass movie. It like, feels, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes, it but does. But at the time, it was like, my God, like, this is unheard of, you know? Yeah, it's, it's uh, to me, I, I find that I have a lot more fun watching it now. It's so good. Because, like, I know it, like, you know, this is, they're just going on an adventure with this one. Yeah. Like, they're just having a grand like, ass the, time. The, the pacing is perfect. Yes. Like, the way they develop the ca- characters are perfect. You're seeing everybody come together for the first yeah, time. and it's just everything uh, was so well done in a way that I don't think they've ever been able to do again. Yeah. As much as Endgame and Infinity War were good. And I think I like Infinity War more than Endgame, but that's just whatever. But um, And then you saw with like Age of Ultron where they kind of struggled a little bit to yeah. kind of make it work. Yeah. It was still, I mean, I still like Age of Ultron. Yeah, I but, still like Age of Ultron um, too. But yeah, I think like it was maybe because it was the first one and they could really do whatever they wanted. So they did they whatever they wanted to do they did it and everything worked. This the storytelling the the villain was perfect. The the stakes were felt like they've never been higher. You know everything about it and shit worked. Yeah, it had like a perfect little arc where it was like, oh, we're getting everybody together. But it didn't. It's I don't mean to like bag on like DC all the time, but we all know what happened in like Batman versus Superman. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that was their try at that where it's like, oh, we're gonna intro all these characters that you don't know. I'm like, well, this is really shitty. I don't know these characters, and I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't really know anything about Hawkeye. Yeah. And, like, you had barely seen the Hulk at that point. He had his own movie, but it was a different Hulk now. Yeah. Same. And that shit and felt then, natural. And, 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 and also, and I, like, to a point, Black Widow, too. Because, I mean, like, yeah. she was just a supporting character. She'd you know? only been in, like, Iron Man 2. Yeah, and, and then here she is, a part of the team, and fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. And ha- now has me hyped for Black Widow, the movie. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, that that's that's the thing with with this movie though, man. I, I feel like um, Marvel did something for the first time that no that every other studio I think said could not be done. Like from contracts to fucking you know managing the egos of all these damn actors to getting everybody in one room and saying, "Hey, this is what we're trying to do. Let's make this come to life." Let's be let's be the MCU, mm-hmm. and they fucking pulled it off, and they pulled it off fucking flawlessly. This movie aged so well; like you watch it, you still say, have fun. One thing that if you go back, this feels like the most comic booky kind of movie. Yes, yes, because they all look kind of corny, you know. Yeah, they like, do. They all look like they're comic book versions. Like they, they, whereas they, now they're like, like you look more at Kevin, rugged. Like Captain America is like is the that, brightest blue. Yeah, suit ever. he has that real like. Bright blue Thor still looks stupid. Yeah, he yeah. has his like blonde eyebrows. And that was before cool Thor. Like you had yeah, like oh, you, you had okay. a, Thor now is badass. Yeah, Thor. <laughs> like, Thor's like borderline like probably my favorite character in yeah. MCU. But that was before he got cool. Then that's when they unleashed like the the power of the Hulk on the the world. Yep, and everybody loved the Hulk. Yeah, everybody couldn't get enough of him. Yeah, me and you've been singing his fucking <laughs> phrases. <laughs> yeah, everybody couldn't get enough of his ass. But that was great. Oh, gave like a very good. Uh, not introduction, but I guess fleshed out uh, villain with Loki and 
Mm. Now, you know, he's like probably one of the best villains that they've ever fucking made. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's my fourth that's my fourth film. That's my second film, I guess, but at, at the number four spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that one. Hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. Alright, so my third movie is one that uh is a part of a a trilogy. Um A trilogy? A trilogy. And if you had asked me before this movie or before the decade, would you care about this trilogy? I would have said, like, fuck no. I don't give a fuck about that. And what we're talking about here is uh, Planet of the Apes. And oh, not just Planet of the Apes. Shit. Not any Planet of the Apes. Oh, I'm talking yeah. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, man. So, those God of you that damn. might know, uh, Planet of the Apes is an old-ass franchise. Never really seen any of the old ones. I did see the one with Mark Wahlberg back in, I think, 2002 or something. Uh, that was not very good. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Did you see that? The uh, yeah, the one with Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Giamatti and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie fucking sucked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, the movie's so garbage. I don't know what year it was when they came out with Rise of the Planet of the Apes with James Franco. Yeah. Uh, and that one came out and it, I was like, it was pretty good. That's great. We went to go see it and it was like, hey, that was a pretty good movie. Malfoy's in that bitch. Good. Hey, Malfoy. Just like, <laughs> just don't, I mean, just on like a side point, like I don't like him. To the point that like I don't even like seeing him in other shit. <laughs> Anyways, um, no. Anyway, so it kicks off and uh, you know it tells the story of this ape that had been uh, exposed to some kind of like medicine that was supposed to help with Alzheimer. Yeah, Alzheimer's, and uh, it makes him super smart, and so he starts to think like, oh, like I'm smart, I can like live uh, coexist with my owner, but like little by little he starts to question like, why am I treated like a pet? You know, what's yeah. that about? What the fuck is that? Yeah. And by the end of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, he's like exposed a bunch of other apes at this um, research lab to this uh, medicine. Yeah. And they kind of rise up and they escape and they head to the forest never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. Also, at the end of that movie, they hint at like a virus breaking out. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we pick up in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, my number four movie. Not in any order, though. Yeah. Um, a lot of humanity has been kind of, like, wiped away by this virus. And apes have kind of taken up their own sanctuary and little population somewhere in San Francisco, I think. And so the movie picks up with, like, a group of few surviving humans that are kind of, like, uh, you know, in their little camp. Yeah. They're yeah. struggling. There's, like, lack of food. And then they deal with, like, the power goes out. But the power plant happens to be right where the apes are. Mm-hmm. And so the movie is kind of about this conflict between the people and the apes and how the people are going to like go up there, work with the apes, get the power back on when a lot of humans, for some reason, like really hate the apes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just like, oh, fucking dirty ass apes. And you know, we hate them. And like, the, <laughs> this is fucking scary. <laughs> and so like, I don't know. I was telling you, there, I, there hasn't been a lot of movies and that have like gripped me like this movie did. Yeah. And it's because for as stupid as it is with these like apes, I just like couldn't get enough of like their inner workings and like how they interacted with each other. Yep. Where it's like you had Caesar who was like the head in command, and then you had like Koba's bitch ass who was like yeah, his, his right hand man, I think. Wanna talk about like you want to start a good villain. Yeah, but then he like little by little starts like his own uprising within the apes. Yeah. That's like we don't need the humans like Caesar, you know, that other ape 
He loves humans. He loves humans. Yeah. He wants to be a human. He doesn't want to be an ape. And that's what starts, like, the struggle within this. And, like, it's just a tense-ass movie that caught me off guard. Because it feels like, a, you know, your standard kind of blockbuster film uh-huh. that's just like, look, explosions and whatever. I don't know. I don't know if anybody this, else feels this, this way one, about this movie, but I thought, like, it was way more than that. No, th- this the out of the trilogy, I'll agree that this is my favorite one. Because this one, to me, delved a little bit deeper, like you were saying, into their inner workings. So you got, it was a little deeper than part one, mm-hmm. but it was just deep enough to still, like, bring the fucking, like, action with it. And bring like some of the some of the set pieces I remember this movie had were fucking incredible. Yeah, like so, like so, some of the action scenes were just amazing. And, and um, but it was still you know like that dramatic enough to kind of be like, oh, this is a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And the third movie in War for the Planet of the Apes or War on the Planet, whatever. Um, <laughs> what else that, that, that movie was very good. I I I actually really love that movie. But that was, that was like it crossed like into like. All right, we're, we're kind of. It's getting, all out war between the humans and the. Yeah, but the, but we're kind of like, we're slowing down or we're settling down on like these action set pieces and really just kind of focusing on like the conflict itself. And mm-hmm. it was almost, almost sort of like a political kind of thing going on. Yeah. Well, like all the movies definitely have like social commentary yeah. to them. Yeah. Well, the, and that's and that's very fitting because the old Planet of the Apes had that. Mm-hmm. The old Planet of the Apes, all of, I, what they made a shit ton. But all the all the old Planet of the Apes had that too. That was like very high social commentary films, and um, I feel like this trilogy had the same kind of vibe to it. But the the second one was still like I guess a blockbuster to me. Like that's like that's a fucking, that's a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. And um, Andy Circus, man, Andy Circus, that's unbelievable. Stay, yeah, like I, Andy Serkis I've never really like known the guy. Kills it, but he seen. I guess he plays Gollum in. Uh, Lord of the Rings, yeah, and in this one he he does a mocap for um, Caesar, mm-hmm. so good, yeah, he's this unbelievable. Is, Jason Clark, this is probably my favorite movie that he's he's done. That's Who's the, that? The, the, that's the, the main guy, the, the human companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see him for, for like so as soon as the movie's over, you never saw him again. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, I don't I don't know if if y'all seen it, you need to check it out. Yeah, for sure. Just like that's a damn good film. Something about it, like it was just too tense, and I don't know if I was in the right headspace at the time. Something must have been going on with me, but like I went to go see that movie three times in the movie theaters. Damn, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw it three fucking times. I don't go see like holy. Shit. I never go see movies like twice barely, and I went three times. I fucking took Cashman's ass to go see that movie. Um, damn you, damn. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh my god, that was terrifying. <laughs> I thought it was part of the music. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that even was. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. It's a good movie to pick. Uh, that noise scared the shit out of me, considering what my third pick's gonna be. So, well, for my that, oh, we're we gonna say. No, I was just gonna. Say, I was gonna talk about the end. You know where he fights Koba, and they're on like the oh, that's what I'm saying. Beams, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right, that's, well, no, that's what I'm like. That's what I was saying earlier. Is like that's the set like pieces. the set pieces that they had was still like this is a fucking film. Like mm-hmm. this is a movie on on war. It was like oh, we're kind of like metaphorically kind of setting this up, and yeah. uh, you know, kind of doesn't really pay off as much as I would want it to. Mm. Um, but yeah. That's a damn. That's a damn good movie. And and same thing with me about the trilogy. Like if somebody told me like, hey, this, this, these next Planet of the Eight movies, they're gonna be up there for you. I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, I'd never no cared way. about them. And yeah. even after the first one, after I the, liked the first one, but yeah, I did not. I thought it was fine. One. I was yeah. just like, oh, that was a good movie. Yeah. 
I wasn't really looking forward to the second one. Uh-huh. Then it came out, and we went to go see it. Yeah. And I don't know why we went to go see it. Just probably because it was, hey, the second one's out. Yeah. <sighs> Unreal. Fucking great. Fucking great. Um, all right. So this one, this movie I knew was going to be on, like, my top five. Like, I knew it from, from the beginning. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of other films in the same genre that could have easily made my top five, but I think this movie in particular had like a huge hand in kickstarting the like the horror fucking renaissance that that this past decade saw. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you wouldn't have a lot of the horror classics that have managed to come out of this decade, this past decade, without this one. And um, what I'm talking about is uh, The Conjuring. Ooh. I feel like The Conjuring, man, you want to talk about a good, probably one of the best horror films to ever be made. And I say that not even lightly. I like, I really mean that. Mm-hmm. Conjuring is up there. Conjuring is up there. Um, I want to say James James Wan uh, directed it and um, focuses on the uh, um, the story, the, 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 the supposed true story of this uh, family that was haunted by the, this demonic sort of spirit that kind of stayed in her house. And it was uh, based on one of the stories that the Warrens had investigated. Um, and what this movie brought to the table, again, was just like classic scares. You had jump scares, but not nearly as... It didn't rely on jump scares. It wasn't all jump scares, It wasn't right? all jump scares. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. It was Lorraine and Ed Warren. Uh, the Warrens were these. Uh, they're they're the 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 biggest like paranormal investigators ever, and uh, they ha- they have a huge like library of just stories and like all these like cases that they've investigated. And so James Wan decided to focus on this one particular case and made a movie out of it. And God, dude, it was just it was fucking perfect. I was so hyped for it because of what the trailers showed. What I, what I loved about it. Studios love to fuck up horror films. They love to fuck them <laughs> up. And and anybody who's ever listened to me rant about this shit is like they always fuck them up with the trailers. I feel like trailers in general, I feel like have gone downhill. And sometimes I don't even I try not to watch as many as I as I do. But uh, with the Conjuring trailers, they kept showing the same shit. And like all the trailers were almost like the same footage, mm-hmm. different order, just the same footage. And I noticed that, and I was like, all right. They're showing a lot of the same stuff that can be very good or very bad. I'm hoping that it's very good. And sure enough, what you saw in the trailer was just like an like a, like an eighth of what you got in the entire film. And everything from uh, the scares, again, to the cast, the plot, it all worked and it all came together. And this was like the funnest that I had had in a horror film going to watch it. I mean, and, and the fact that it got like as much press as it did. Um, and a lot of people like loved it and made me like it even more mm-hmm. because, uh, this was like, I think this was like a, a traditional horror film that managed to come back and bring back that true classic, like horror, just scary. We're not, this is not a slasher film. This is not a, this is not a thriller. This is, this isn't, uh, <laughs> fucking, this isn't an Annabelle because that, that, the, the shit that it spawned off of it. And all the little spinoffs, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can fuck off with those. Like, you don't like <laughs> I don't Annabelle? like them. No, Annabelle was all right. I didn't like Annabelle. I liked. I, I didn't mind uh, the second Annabelle. What was that? 
or beginning, uh, end of a beginning or some shit. The first one was okay. I went to go see the first one. Uh, no, no, no fucking that right. one. The beginning, the Annabelle, whatever came after that one, I liked. That one was okay. What about Conjuring 2? Conjuring 2 is also very good. Uh, so I but, saw... Uh, but I, I will, it's not better than Conjuring 1. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. It's I'll, not better than Conjuring 1. Yeah, so I saw Conjuring uh, at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And she had it on. And I was there with some other friends. And so we were watching it. And I could tell it was like scary. Yeah. And I don't really watch scary movies. So I was kind of hesitant to begin with. I was like, oh man, I got to watch this fucking movie that I've been hearing get touted as like... The second coming of the exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also something that's, that gets thrown around a little too much is like every fucking movie, a scary movie that comes out, oh, this is like the exorcist part two, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but this is the first time I kind of felt like this is like scary as shit. Yeah. But I told you my experience was that was that throughout the whole movie, uh, these two girls that were there talked and joked throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like ruined it for me. Ah, okay. But thank God, because I found it still like if I found it that terrifying <laughs> with these two with, girls, yeah, talking. with them like ruining the whole thing and yeah. the lights were all on and shit. When it gets to that part where like the the old lady is like sitting in that fucking chair and uh-huh. she's like flying around and shit, uh-huh. I could not handle that. I was like, oh my god, this is scary. <laughs> it's just I. It's weird because that's not that scary in itself. Yeah, but it's something about like unnatural movements. Yeah that that are scary and i don't know what that is mm-hmm. like when people talk about like the exorcist oh she went down the stairs on her hands yeah it doesn't sound that scary sounds like some circular silly shit mm-hmm. but when you see it like that it's just it's not right you to, know what i mean to, to me yeah i know exactly what you or mean like old ladies moving very fast yeah like that's super scary yeah, it's fucking terrifying <laughs> yeah and to add to that though um a lot of the things that james wan did in this film a lot of other films have like taken notice of and this is why I say like this movie did a lot for I think the genre because there's uh, one scare in particular that was my favorite. My I God, <laughs> that was my favorite in the entire film, and it was when um, the two girls are in their bedroom and some shit has already gone down to where like they close their door and they're in their bedroom, and then it's a wide shot or like yeah, it's a wide shot and you see that fucking lady on their closet and she jumps down onto them mm-hmm. but they, it wasn't like a a pan up quickly and a jump scare and she's then, just been there the whole time yeah she's just been there the whole time she jumps on them. fucking just that's master class right there like it's she he's showing you everything that you need to see and you're still scared yeah like you see that lady and There's, you're still terrified i don't remember too much but i remember another part that was getting a lot of praise was i think there's somebody who's doing laundry Mm-hmm. And there's like a bed sheet that like for a split second takes the form of like yeah. the lady. Yeah, the lady. And yeah. people talked about that like that, like, oh my god, like yeah. that was scary. I don't and really the, remember. And the, and the classic clap the clap scene. Like that oh, shit was yeah, great. Yeah, 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 that was fucking phenomenal, man. It was it's just uh just really good. And and uh it was it was I was really happy to see uh a, a, a movie come along like that. And and by all means it, it really did kick off like this horror sort of like renaissance that came that brought this like genre back because uh, since then you've seen a lot of people try to copy and kind of emulate that, that same vibe as that, like that movie's bringing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think I want to say that the next one's going to be the last one is conjuring three. So, um, I'm ready for it. I'm excited. James Wan, James Wan knows what he's doing, folks. He's a good ass director. He mm-hmm. also made, uh, I want to say he also made, what was the other one that came out? Uh, 
not the conjuring it was another it was another horror insidious he made insidious as well that I know what you're saying. Three-fourths of that movie are good. Yeah, three, good. yeah exactly. Three-fourths of that movie is good. The ending was, like, so stupid. That's whack. James, I thought the ending was whack. James Wan also made Saw. That's all I'm saying. The first Saw? The first Saw. Uh, now we're talking. That's a, fuck, that's a fucking... He also made Furious 7. Uh, the man's unstoppable. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> man's fucking incredible. So, yeah. Definitely uh, get this one to watch if you haven't, especially if you love a horror. You have to owe it to yourself to watch this. All right. So... I'm on my third movie. Mm-hmm. This one kind of came to me. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie that I, I if you would have told me 10 years ago, if uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I had heard about these movies a lot. And uh, I watched them this year. And I wouldn't have thought they would have stuck with me like they did. I'm talking It Man 2. Oh, I'm talking It Man 2, Pedro. man, dude. So, I'm so fucking <laughs> So It Man 2. <laughs> Is uh, part of a series of movies called It Man. There's It Man 1. Uh, mm-hmm. I think part 4 just came out. And so I'd heard people talk about them because they're very well-known martial arts movies. Yep. People, every time you talk about martial arts movies, the first thing you hear, what about It Man, though? You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's yeah. just like, I'd never seen them, so I was always kind of like, well, I like other movies. <laughs> and so, I like Rush Hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I like Shanghai Nights. <laughs> um <laughs> So I was saying I knew so I decided to watch them. I saw it on Netflix and I watched the first one and it deals a lot with kind of I guess the story is this dude is supposed to be Bruce Lee's kind of mentor or trainer yeah, eventually. Yeah. But the movie kind of picks up when he's younger and he's like kind of struggling to well, he's like a martial arts teacher. And in the first one, I forgot what war it is that goes on. Something happens between Japan and China where, like, Japan invades China. Yeah. Or maybe the other way around. I don't remember. Sorry. And um, I think Japan invades China. Yeah. And so they they got them all, like, they, they fuck up China and everybody's, like, super poor now. And, yeah, I don't, I don't think it that far into It Man. But a lot of shit goes down in that movie. And whenever you pick up It Man 2, he's, um, he's, like, a, he's moved somewhere else. It's him and his wife. And they've got like a little, he's like new to like the, the town mm-hmm. and he's like, I want to teach martial arts. And he has his own style. I forget what the style is called. What is it? You remember? Isn't it Wing Chun? That's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And so, and I don't know if it's like a new style, but it's like his own thing. And he's getting like a lot of pushback because like there's other martial arts teachers and it turns out there's this corrupt kind of thing going on where it's like, you got to pay all this money if you yeah. want to teach yeah. Kung Fu here or whatever. And then as the movie keeps going, you start to find out that, like, the British are, like, have essentially taken over a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff there. And they're Leave the ones. Even to the white man. Yeah. And they're the <laughs> ones that are, like, they're taking the money from, like, they're ultimately the ones getting the money. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of shit. You know, It Man, like, is fighting and shit, and he falls in hard times. But everything leads up to um, they have this, like, exhibition Mm-hmm. where they're going to have like all the martial arts kind of people like putting on a show for the British people, which is already feels fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that tension of, uh, oh, the fucking British people think they're better than us, you know, because they're all there and they're making fun of the Asian people or, because I forget, I think it's Chinese. Mm-hmm. They're making fun of the Chinese people and they're just like, oh, the, the savages and they're so low class and their fighting techniques are stupid. And then at one point, there's this like boxer 
who's like this big shit yeah, British boxer, yeah. and he comes in and he beats he beats Sammo Hung is in this movie, and Sammo yeah. Hung kind of takes the role of like somewhat mentor to uh, Ip Man, yeah, kind of because they're kind of like fight at the beginning. Played by Donnie Yen, by the yeah, way, Donnie, who is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, fucking. If you get a chance, look up Donnie Yen, twenty seventeen, no. <laughs> best looking man on earth, <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> one of the best, one of the best martial artists living to this day. Um, and so the, I guess the kind of climax of the movie is that it man ends up facing off against this British dude who's just like pure muscle and like might, and he's just like making fun of like the Chinese people, and he's yeah. just like y'all are like below me. There's obviously a lot of like racial kind of things going yeah. on. It man ends up like beating the hell out of him. Kinda, it's kind of like touch and go there for a little bit, but I just couldn't get enough. Like as yeah. far as it sounds yeah. corny, but it's like one of those movies that sometimes you just need a movie that's like fucking never give up. Yeah, and like always yeah. stand up for like what you uh, think is right and what you believe in or whatever, and don't let people like walk all over you and you know this and that. Yeah, and movie hit it all. And I and very inspirational. And I watched the thing is I watched the first maybe three quarters of it mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's pretty good it's another it man movie but is that last quarter of the movie where i was just like oh my god like this it's inspirational like you said i think uh I, what, that movie has one of the best fight scenes with uh between donnie yan and sammo hung when they're on those tables when they're on those tables that fuck that was that shit was incredible i to thought watch. it was good but at the same time like that was like one of the first times i was like oh it man starting to lean into uh it's like a little unbelievable but yeah. when he's fighting that British dude, yeah, there we go. Like the guy, the guy can fight. I, I, I'm sure he does martial arts shit in real life. So. Yeah, hell yeah. And yeah. in part one, where he beats up that uh, that Japanese guy, like he beats the hell out of him. But anyways, you seen it, man? Too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love. I it, think man you too. you kind of put me onto it. Yeah. You're not the first person I heard I've heard talk about it. But uh, after you kind of brought it up to me again, I was like, you know, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, hell yeah, man, and, you uh, have to. You definitely have to with this one. There must be a reason why it's like blown up like it has. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think I think It Man Two is probably my favorite. I've seen bits and parts of like It Man Three. Uh, it, um, it Man Three seems it, it was good, but it, I had my reservations about it because it's like, oh, Mike Tyson's in yeah, this exactly, one now. Yeah, like, oh, na- na- and now okay. it seems like that's like the gimmick of him. It's like, well, who is he gonna? Who's gonna be the special guest know. this time? So part four just came out, and I was reading uh-huh. some reviews, and they're just like, that's a good-ass movie. Really? That's what people are saying. And okay. I don't see any kind of special guest names in it. All right. I, I was going like, if like Conor McGregor comes yeah, in, I'm like, okay. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, have, if you like martial arts movies, check out It Man 2. It's uh, good. Definitely. Check, check, just check out It Man 2 in general. It's a, it's a damn good movie. Um, uh, you know, Shout out to Creed. That was also a pretty good little fighting movie. But that It Man 2, man. Do you have any other fighting movies in your top five? No. Okay. But if I would have put something, uh, it would have been the war- uh, warrior, with Tom Hardy, and I forgot the other dude. I'm name. talking Raid Redemption. Fuck. God. That's what I'm talking damn about it, Raid. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a brief intermission, real quick. But yeah. like, <laughs> big shout out to Raid Redemption. I I dragged Frankie. And he dragged it, all of us to go see yeah, it one day. It was yeah, just like, let's go. I, dragged, I was like, what the fuck is Raid Redemption? I dragged everyone in our college group to go watch this movie. I was so hyped for it. And we all walked out just hyped for this yeah, fucking thing. Yeah. Well, it was incredible. It combined like an uh like a martial arts movie with what almost felt like a horror movie to me. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all stuck in this building. Yeah. And something about that is very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. 
But all the dude does is just like beat ass from like floor one to the top yeah. floor. <laughs> just like yeah. nobody fucking just, gets in his way. No, man. It's so good. The fight scene, the fighting in that movie is just, is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's, uh, they made a part two, which I still haven't seen. Mm-hmm. You, you saw oh, part yeah, two. Yeah, I did see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You and saw then, part dude, two. The movie came out like seven years ago. I know. Yeah. You saw um, that one. Yeah. We'll check it out. It, it does have that feel of like, Okay. Like, like you know what I mean? Where it starts to feel over the top. Yeah. Like it was yeah. kind of reaching like, oh, it's a little goofy. This is yeah, a little over the top. Yeah, because part one was on was super visceral and like yeah. pretty realistic. But when I think back now to Raid 2, I end like I don't like it as much as the first one. Yeah. But it's definitely pretty good. Yeah. That's a lot of cool stuff in it. Yeah. All right. Getting back to it now. I just had to give a real quick shout out to that one. That's good honorable mention on that one. Um, okay, so for my uh Fourth movie that I'm going to be talking about. Damn, fourth movie. Um, this one was uh, this was another no brainer for me. To be honest with you, um, if somebody would have now now I've seen the originals, and while they were good, definitely a product of their time and a little slow paced. To be honest for you, for like in my opinion, but I can see how like I can see the cultural impact like these movie the original sort of movies had. But if somebody were to tell me that I was going to be a, a fan of uh, fucking the Mad Max Fury Road that was going to come out, my God, dude. This is one of, this is hands down one of the best action films to ever come out and to yeah. ever be made. George Miller and Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron brought everything to the table when, when they made this film. And again, from. Oh, what's the plot? Oh, the plot is like there's like this fucking there's people in the desert and they're crazy ass people and they're out to kill Max and Max is trying to trying to escape at the same time. Charlie Theron's uh, character is trying to uh, help these uh, like wives escape yeah, their they're like, the ruler They're But they're like kept by this dude, right? Like yeah. against her will. They're yeah. like sister wives and yes. they're just there to have his babies but everything everything about this movie from it was like this dystopian future that that george miller created um visually was just incredible i loved the visuals in this film um and the and there's no other set pieces like it and i mean i don't think to this day there hasn't been another movie that have that has been this fucking intense it's just one long ass set like it's, it's just non-stop from it's, the moment it, it starts is, it's just like it is a non-stop action film mm-hmm. and it is metal as fuck yeah that's the thing <laughs> like we we sometimes criticize other movies for being like we we're just talking about it man yeah. right where it's like oh it man three starts to go a little over the top it's a little goofy but like yeah. this movie is like that's what it is. Yeah, you know? it's not yeah. like oh look, they're trying to like make Mad Max kind of like no, fuck that. Yeah, like no, that's what it is. Yeah. Like it's this. Yeah, every and 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 by all and like even some of the decisions that like um, George Miller shot like a couple of the scenes in this really frantic, frenetic like pace to where it's like I think it's uh it's like a faster frame rate, so it it just it's jarring almost to look at, and the movements are just like so quick at some points. Um, but even little things like that just add to just how fast paced this movie is, and and you're 100 percent right. Like this shit does not let up. Yeah, it's it from zero to 100, and it stays throughout the entire film. Yeah, and I, loved I it. think like a big thing that's like oh, it's like unreal is uh, I, most of the stuff that you see mm-hmm. are like practical effects. Yeah, 
where it's yeah. like, oh, they're doing that. Like, that's like a hundred cars in the desert yeah. chasing each other with fucking flamethrowers and yeah. spikes and, and cars stacked on other I cars. And, I don't think a lot of people understand that this they don't make movies like this. Yeah. They do not. I'm like, sure that there's some things that might be added in. No, for sure. Like, But, they're, they're, but the shit that you see is like... <laughs> That's there, like yeah. that's happening. Like, yeah, there's stuff that's added in, but there it's like little compliments to mm-hmm. what is actually happening. What you're seeing on the film, like these cars, like they're real. Those they're, are people harnessed are on pe- cars flying around yeah. in the desert. Like that's fucking dangerous that is, as shit. That is unreal yeah. to see, and and the fact that they even just allowed him to do that. I mean, George Miller just fucking he killed it, dude. He killed it. Is he the same and, guy that made the original ones? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, same dude that made the original ones, and um, but my God, like he he just he turned every, he turned everything up to to eleven for this for this movie. Um, if you have not seen Mad Max Fury Road, you are one hundred and ten percent missing out on one of the best movies of the decade, easily one of the best uh, heroes. Well, Max is dope, but Charlize Theron, you want to talk about breakout like character? She is phenomenal mm-hmm. in this in the in this movie. Talk about like a strong female lead. God damn, she killed it. I do remember, unfortunately, when this movie came out, that this was like one of those movies that got that like, what the fuck? Like yeah, a strong yeah. woman? Like yeah. I hate. <laughs> that's bad. At like the movie, she's so fucking good in the movie, and like I don't know if you remember that, and it kind of felt like one of like you know people have been bitching about that for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that kind of felt like one of the like. Not the first, but you know what I mean? Like, it was... At this point, we were kind of uh, more aware uh-huh. of, like, oh, God, like, people are going to be upset because they put, like, a, a strong, you know, female lead, yeah. a woman. Um, I don't get it. Like, get not it to either. get sidetracked on that shit, but I do remember that and yeah. thinking, like, yeah. this like, one definitely how sparked, do you watch this movie that debate. and, like, get upset about that? Because yeah. everything she does is just, like, unbelievable. Yeah. It's fucking, so cool. Fucking great. And she has, like, that mechanical arm, too. Yeah. It's just... Everything, everything about this movie, I loved. I loved it, and uh, again, Tom Hardy, man, just one of my favorite actors, easily. So I've been watching. Uh, let's get off topic here, but you good. I've been watching Peaky Blinders, which yeah. if you haven't seen it, I know you haven't seen it. I've only I'm seen. I'm gonna keep telling you I've until only, you're like, I've, I've only watched seen, the fucking show. I've, yeah, I've only seen uh, like half of like the first season. Nah, dude, you got it. Like, so the thing with this show is like, same thing. Like, I watched the first season. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. And I got halfway through the second one. I stopped watching it. Uh-huh. I picked it up again. Once you get to the third season and you finish that one, mm-hmm. then you're like, you're fucking in. <laughs> you're like, in. you're fucking there. <laughs> but the thing that I was getting at is that Tom Hardy is in that show. Yeah. And that gave me more of an appreciation about, like, Tom Hardy. Yeah. He's a good-ass actor. Hell yeah, He's man. He's, like, He's fucking yeah. phenomenal. So there's that. Good-ass actor. And it's also got, what's his name, Cillian Murphy in it? Little by little, one of my Peaky favorite Blinders, actors. Yeah. Oh, favorite yeah. Fucking actors. Oh, yeah. Cillian Murphy. Scarecrow himself. <laughs> he's the next James Bond. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I would be. Oh, he's going to be in Quiet Place too. That's what I heard. I saw that. Yep. You're talking about something that looks bad. <laughs> this looks so <laughs> fucking good. It looks so good, man. Uh, I don't know if we want to talk about that later, but yeah. if you haven't seen A Quiet Place, that's a good movie. That's a and we were st- we were talking like A Quiet Place 2 doesn't need to exist. Nuh-uh. Oh, it looks fucking good. Yeah, it looks quiet, really yeah, good. I'm hyped as hell for a quiet place too. It's now. got like all the story beats that like are right up my alley. Yep. Um, whether it'll deliver, who knows? But um, we'll see. Excited. All right. So this is my what is this fourth movie? Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'd be lying if I was saying that I wasn't keeping them 
not in order, but if I wasn't saving these last two because they're kind of more of my favorite ones. Yeah. Just like I know you are. Yep. Um, and I'm going to go with the superhero movie, Logan. Ooh. But like a superhero movie like we've never seen, yeah, you know? Yeah, superhero, uh, the most grittiest superhero Yeah, so film. Logan follows uh, the... I guess is he a superhero? I guess he's kind of a hero. No, he's yeah, not he's, really no, he's like a superhero. a superhero. No, but he's but he's he it follows the the I don't it's hard to start cuz I don't know if I count like Wolverine as like a superhero. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, well, like, it has Wolverine in it. There yeah, you go. Yeah, Um so at this point we've seen uh Hugh Jackman play the role of Wolverine for what feels like 15 years when yeah. that movie came out. Yeah. Which I think is what it is. I think X-Men the first X-Men came out in 2000. And Damn, that's right. And Wolverine's been badass. You know what I mean? Like, he was badass in X-Men. He was badass in X-Men 2. X-Men 3 kind of sucked, but he was still cool, you know? Yeah. Um, Leading up until he got his own movie, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, that movie sucks. Yeah. And yeah. then we get The Wolverine, which is like, Wolverine, but he's in Japan. And I'm like, it's, hey, it was that better. was good. Yeah, that was, was pretty good. That was entertaining. But then we start to get like news trickling out that oh there's a new Wolverine movie uh kind of in development and it's supposed to be based off um there's like a run of comic books called Old Man Logan yeah which I don't know too much about but it's more about Wolverine when he's older he's older he's going you know he's seen some shit yeah but the biggest news came out was that Logan would be rated R and <laughs> did you is this in the soundtrack yeah, or you just picked this no it's on the soundtrack um and so. I was intrigued. You were intrigued. Yep. And I went to go see it before you. And I went to go see it. I could not. I could, I, so it's it was, was like it was away. like a dream come true. Yeah. Because and you know me and you think about it the same way. We're like, man, if Wolverine was really getting down, he'd be like chopping dudes up left and right. Yep. The movie kicks off, and like, I think another thing me and you were into is that like if somebody is like getting bullied uh-huh. or like you know oh man they're really fucking with this guy i want to see instant like karma, karma. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so it kicks off with wolverine he's like a limo driver uh-huh. and he's like passed out in his limo or something and these dudes are just like stealing the tires mm-hmm. and he gets out and he's like oh and and at this point you see wolverine and it's not the the wolverine we've seen it's yeah. a older grittier wolverine Disheveled, just yeah he old looks guy. old he looks like he like life is like beat him down he's yeah. got scars in a way that like you've never seen him because he's got like you know, if you don't know much about Wolverine, he's had, he has a healing kind of yeah. power, which he can always heal. But these dudes, like, see him, and he's just like, no, fellas, please, like, don't, don't steal my tires. And they start hitting him with, like, crowbars, and they're beating him up, and they're kicking him on the ground. And then, like, you just see that look on his face where he's just like, Rap! like, he loses it. Yeah. And he comes up, and he slices this dude's arm off. I almost like stood up and like started screaming in the theater. Like I and I think I went with you yeah. to see it because I wanted to see your reaction when that happened. Yeah, that's and right. And he starts like cutting dudes' heads off and like stabbing them and just. I want to like, say he slices like some dude's face off. At yeah. One point. I'm, God damn. And man. so at this point, you know, like we're in for a fucking different Wolverine movie. Yeah, that set the tone for the entire rest of the film. Because mm-hmm. even though that was like a nice bit of karma, yeah. That was still like, damn, that's the most brutal fucking thing I've seen like he, him ever do. Yeah. Uh, and the movie ends up being kind of about like him. We were talking about games last uh, last yeah. you heard from us. I was just, about to, I was just and, about to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. And so if you heard us talk about The Last of Us, I don't know 
how much that move that game influenced this movie, but it feels like it did. It feels like it influenced the shit out of it. It feels like this was The Last of Us, the movie. Yeah. And so... And I ain't gonna be mad at it. And the characters look the same. Like, well, not Ellie. <laughs> I, I think Hugh Jackman kind of looked like Joel in this yeah, movie. He looks exactly like him. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Like, this, this young girl gets kind of, like, put in the care of... Uh, Wolverine and a very old Professor X who's like losing his mind at this yeah, point. Yeah. And you see kind of like Wolverine's like a limo driver. You know what I mean? Like he's just like done with life. Like yeah. he's the X-Men aren't a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of pick up clues that like Charles Xavier did something to like kill the mutants or something. Or like doesn't he like didn't he kill the X-Men? I think I think like some of the story beats that they were saying is that um, It's his fault that they died. No, it's well It's, it's his fault. It's it's <laughs> He didn't have a hand in it, but I think it's Logan that actually killed the X-Men because he, because people were saying that maybe some way or another he had, like, a bad episode and went, like, went on this, like, rampage. And so that's why, like, that's why there's nobody left. Mm-hmm. All there's left is, like, Professor X and Professor X can deal with it. So that's why he's, like, kind of, like... I thought Professor X killed Because, like, doesn't... He has these, like, seizures or something. Oh, that's right. That's, and, like... That, well, yeah. Well, and he I thought had, that was he, it. I think he had something... I think the seizures caused... Logan to do something. I don't know. We'll see, and we'll come back to you. Yeah, about we'll come that. back. To, but yeah. anyways, uh, you know, so Wolverine is taking care of uh, Professor X, yeah, and this young girl gets put in their care, who turns out to have her own claws and her own mutations. And spoiler, I think she she was made of like Wolverine's DNA in a lab yeah. somewhere. X twenty three. Yeah. So it's about Wolverine taking this girl, and he's what's he supposed to do? He's supposed to take her somewhere. He's, he's, they're, they're he's taking her, he's taking her to like a sanctuary. Yeah, is like what she keeps that's, saying. That's just happened to the Last of Us. Yeah, so yeah. that's why like remind, like he's taking her to a sanctuary where there'll be other mutants or something. Yeah. But on the way, they deal with a lot of shit. There's like a the there's another organization chasing after them, mm-hmm. and you just see like them go through a lot of stuff, and you see that Wolverine is just like tired. He's over it. We've seen Wolverine like in his prime, and this was like old gritty. Yeah. It was like a new take. On a familiar here, like it was, it, was just, it was just a sad, it was a sad like film. It mm-hmm. was a what, what was it's like a it's a tragedy almost. Yeah, like, it's like a tragic film to watch. And in my eyes, it felt like a new type of superhero movie. Or like, yeah. we, like at this point, we're so familiar with superhero movies. Oh, the good guys, um, they get their powers, they want to do well. Sometimes they get a little like disappointed with the things way it turns out, but. And they come back and they they group together and they beat the bad guys and yeah. you know ah, we're all happy, but it was, this was different. It was just it was a brutal movie. It was depressing. It was sad. It wasn't happy ever. It was yeah. just this fucking guy dealing with this shit. I, I, I will say that like for as much praise and love that that Joker has been getting, uh, I'm God I, to me, Logan was like the first superhero. Like that's a fucking film. Like that is yeah. A, that's it. This is not. This is not your normal run of the mill superhero movie. And it's. I think it's like they let the director do something different. Yeah. That's the thing is like these characters are so like. Well, you can't like do anything different. You yeah. can never do anything different because the companies don't allow that. Yeah. And I think they really let this guy do what he wanted to do, and Hugh Jackman was on board. Yep. And they really got to like the, you know, what they like a real emotional like gripping movie. Yeah. Uh, it was incredible. Yeah, it was great. It all leads up to like a really fucking sad ending. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That part, you know, we, we said we'd talk spoilers. Um, there's that part where Professor X dies. 
Yeah. And Wolverine is like crying. Like, you know, he's like, he's okay. But then he goes to the car and he's like punching the car. And I was like, That's yeah. Professor X brought him in 15 years ago. He brought him in yeah. to like the um, Charles Xavier mansion. Yeah. And shout out to, uh, you know, this was, this was Hugh Jackman's last uh, role or last, you know, appearance as Logan mm-hmm. Wolverine. And man, he, he poured the, everything. The little girl that played, uh, X twenty three, yeah, you called her. <laughs> she was good too. I think her name is oh, Daphne. Keen yeah, she, or something. Yeah, she, she's British, I think. I guess, but yeah. she spoke. I think she's Spanish. She's not Spanish. I don't know. I um, think she has a British. She's on some other show now where she has like a British accent. Maybe she's British, but she knew Spanish. It was it was cool. Yeah, um, it's badass, man. And whenever there, at one point in the movie, now we're just talking. We always do this. We just yeah. talk like our favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. But there's that part where. Uh, well, like Logan has to fight like a clone of himself. Oh God, yeah. You want to talk about brutal? Like yeah. that? That was it. That like, was it. Oh, that was sh- brutal. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was insane. Watch uh, it, please. Definitely, definitely see Logan. Um, that's a good. That's a damn good pick. That's a damn good pick. Um, that was actually going to be on one of, on my list as well. Yeah. But and like you were saying about Joker, like you said, like I feel like that's another thing. Joker. Oh, Joker has to be. This way, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know if it's because of Logan, but I think that movie did so well because they let them kind of make, let the movie breathe and yeah. be like something kind of natural and yeah. organic and like a new story. And people respected it. Yeah. People loved it. To the point that like he just won the Golden Globe. And I feel like a lot of those movies about superheroes, they never win shit. Nope. <sighs> Fuck. All right. This brings us to my last movie. That I'm going to be able to, to talk about. Uh, it's no surprise here, folks. Let's tell you right now. If you if you follow <laughs> if you follow us, you've heard me speak about this movie before. You've heard Frankie, uh, not talk shit, but just like bring it up and you know, uh, just joke around with me about it because uh, nobody went to go see it for nobody whatever reason. And then you let me borrow it for like six months and yeah, I never watched it. Nobody went to go see this movie, but I still stand by. And I will look anybody in their goddamn eyes and tell you that Blade Runner 2049 is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, shit. Really? (laughs) Oh, my God. Is my favorite movie of all time. I love this movie so much. You want to talk about... You want to talk about just a sci-fi, just like epic in a sense of we're going to take this franchise that everybody loves it's not even really a franchise it's just this is just a, this is part two this is a sequel to the original film that came out in the, in the 80s with Harrison Ford which is also very good and I already, I already loved that movie but we're going to take that and we're going to turn it up but not just one notch we're going to turn this bitch up all the way and uh, Ryan Gosling's here uh, we're bringing back Harrison Ford. Uh, Jared Leto's in the mix. Who's he? He's fucking unsettling as hell in this in this movie. I feel like it was his. Um, didn't take your time to recover from that Joker role you took. You played. Yeah, uh, dude. Everything about this movie the the visuals, the acting, the cinematography, the the visuals of this movie alone is what sold me on it. I like. Everything that you see, again, a lot of this shit was like practical effects. Of course, you're not going to see a fucking flying car, but 
they had miniatures of everything. They built like um, uh, that dude's uh, what, what was his name? Jared Leto. Um, I I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> fuck, I forgot his goddamn name in the movie. But uh, they built his like headquarters. Mm-hmm. That was an actual set. Oh shit, really? Yes, that was an actual set in the movie. And um, I mean, everything just came together, and it brought you. I don't think there's been another movie like this yeah, this past decade, like easily. And I went to go see it and I was completely blown away. It has probably one of the, one of the craziest, um, most beautiful, uh, sex scenes I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like, I'll say that. <laughs> okay. That was one of the, like, you know, which one I'm talking about. Yeah. That was one of the most beautiful things I had ever watched. And it's not vulgar at all. No, it's, it's like pretty it's, tame. It's very tame. But everything that you're watching, it's like you're in a dream. It's mm. it's fucking insane, dude. It's so beautiful to watch. Um, the the story is just amazing. It's uh, I think like some of the themes that it that it tracks and some of the themes that it presents is like it's hard hitting. It's mm. really fucking deep, pretty hard hitting shit. And uh, it, I think everybody, I think a lot of people can relate to it. I think a lot of people can relate to it because we've all been there that right what Ryan Gosling's character goes through and what he realizes towards the end of the film we've all we've all gone through that. So like now I'm trying to remember exactly what happens and I don't know how much I can relate to like Ryan well, Gosling's arc. Well in a sense of maybe in like not like literally but yeah. maybe just yeah you know. it's just like I don't want to spoil yeah, too much. Yeah, okay. We spoiled every other movie. It's I a favorite movie. We can't but, spoil. Well, I don't want to spoil because I want people to watch it. That's true. I want people to go see. Not right. enough people went to go see this movie. Like not enough people went to go see this movie, and that's a damn shame. But um, I will say, uh, you know, Harrison Ford fucking came back and he kills it in this role. Uh, another person who kills it is uh, Dave Bautista. He's in this movie all of ten minutes, and that is the that's some of the best acting I've ever seen. <laughs> Ever and uh-huh. it is just it's it's yeah I finally I don't film. can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast that I finally watched it yeah did we uh, I think I know that, we we talked about it in person like I remember walking to like a Torchy's Tacos talking about yeah, it yeah um yeah man I thought it was a uh, pretty good uh it's not my favorite movie of all time yeah but like I thought it was good and good to the point that I don't understand why it was like a box office flop yeah I don't, like I that don't doesn't make it. sense to me I don't understand how that, um, how that happened. The visuals were really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's like held as a. I was buying a. We all know this. I was in the market for a TV a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, and every kind of review that you look for TVs, it seems like their go-to is a. Then we kicked off Blade Runner twenty forty nine to really see what this TV can do. Yeah. So if that gives you an idea of like how good this movie looks and what it's kind of capable of. Yep. Um. And then I know it's your shit is like that cyberpunk yeah. feel. Yeah. And like I thought that was really well done. But it's like that cyberpunk slash retro somehow. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Man, I thought that was all really well done. I just thought it was amazing, man. And because there's there's uh, again, this is like a super it's a very grimy dystopian future that this movie presents. But there's some scenes in here that are just beautiful. It's, it's wh- breathtaking. It's, yeah. to fucking it's like look every at. time. They're out of the city. Yeah. Like when they go to that little where Dave Batista was. Yeah. Like 
I'm trying to remember it in my mind. I don't remember it being overly green. No, it's not. It was like super gray. Yeah, like but even that dead. looked like very beautiful compared to the city. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Something about it has very nice. Probably one of the best jackets ever in cinema history. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. So we were talking about Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about Ryan Gosling as an actor. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's certain actors that if I had to remember, like, what they sound like and talk like, I just can't remember. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling is one of them. Angelina, Angelina Jolie's another one. <laughs> that I don't know what it is about them, but I can only imagine what they look like. I yeah. can't imagine, like, what they even sound like. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, but he did a pretty good job in this one. Yeah, he did. He did. This is this is my favorite movie. I remember there, there's, like, one scene that I told you that was just like, oh, that shit was good. Yeah, like, he's, Ryan Gosling he's really yelling. Brought, really, yeah, Ryan Gosling yep. really brought it. Yep. Um, Good stuff. I got to say, man, it's... uh. Yeah, it's, it's probably my favorite movie of all time. I think uh, people need to give it a shot. Need to give it a chance. Uh, it is. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's like this, like fast paced, like action film because it's not. It's not that at all. It's yeah. super slow burn, but it's uh, really nice. You're going to hit one of these buttons, Kitty. Get the fuck out of the way. Oh no, he's fighting you now. Oh god, no. Oh, it goes, he's taking it goes, over the show. It goes with the music. Yeah, push him off. <laughs> Do it. He's stepping Wait. on your laptop. Oh god, move. There he goes. Okay, cool. Um, good yeah. pick. Yeah, that I mean, it had to be my number one, easily. All right, so leaves me with my number one. Yep, it's my favorite movie of the decade, probably. I I don't know what it is. You know what it is. I don't know what it is. So I watched this movie and the re- I I heard a lot about it, and then I watched it in the recommendation of a friend of the show, Cashman. And this movie is a uh, Whiplash. I knew it. <laughs> like I knew, knew what it was, and. Don't do this to me. I fucking love this part of the movie. Um, Whiplash is a, a movie about this this guy. He's a, a music student. He plays the drums. Maybe that's why it resonates with me so much. Yeah. Is that like I play the drums a little bit? Yep. Um, I'm going to like stop talking to like listen to this. Um, and so it, it kind of like follows this kid. He starts going to this music, like a very prestigious music school where J.K. Simmons, the actor, plays the the teacher he's like a professor and he starts off kind of like oh yeah like we're gonna welcome you in like everything will be all right we're gonna teach you this and that and like he quickly becomes this like very terrifying abusive teacher yeah and like he's like obsessed with this drum drum kid well he's like really mean to everybody but maybe because the movie's about i forget what his name is his name is miles teller the yeah, actor miles teller's the actor. um and, like, he's obsessed with this kid because, like, the kid is very ambitious. He's like, I want to drum. I want to be the, the, the number one drummer in the class, in the band. And he becomes obsessed with trying to please his teacher who's, like, never pleased. Yeah. And his tre- teacher that, like, treats – at one point he, like, slaps him. He, like, throws a chair at him. He's terrifying. He's a, just, like, abusive very abusive, teacher, yeah. very vulgar language used by the teacher towards him. He's, like, screaming in his face all the time. And, like, it's just a story. It's, like, a very, a very simple story. The kid's just, like, he's obsessed. They're both obsessed. It feels like they're both obsessed with each other. But, like. Almost to, like, a, well, it, very much to a, like, an unhealthy yeah. degree of, like, passion mm-hmm. that goes into drumming. Yeah. And, like. And music. I think because drumming is such a physical, like, uh, music to play. Yeah. That really, like evokes that feeling in the movie of like a physical struggle yeah where it's like he's like practicing to play the drums like and bleeding, he's bleeding. His, hand. yeah, his hands are bleeding he's taping them up he's still playing the blood is dripping off the cymbals and the yeah. drums and I, I love it like and yeah. i don't like yeah. it's a lot about like jazz music and stuff like that uh-huh. 
and not the biggest jazz fan, but the music in this movie is incredible. Yeah. And like seeing him play the drums, like I don't know. At the beginning, I thought like maybe because when you play the drums, you kind of feel like every time you watch somebody play the drums, I want to play the drums. Yeah. And as somebody, well, you have played some drums in your life. Yeah. I don't know if you felt that way too. I did. Is that when you, well, it's one hundred percent? I did. Captivating to watch this guy play the drums yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just like the way the movie shot or what, but I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. it was, it's just it's it's too good. Yeah. The uh, the uh, again, you know, I got to shout out the, the the fucking acting in this movie is just amazing. J.K. Simmons, man, the the dude, that guy is so dude, good. He just kills. I didn't it. know. Like, he kills it. In whatever. To be the honest, fuck he I makes. don't remember. Much else besides that he was in Spider-Man. Yeah, J. Jonah. Yeah. Jameson, yeah, and so when I saw he was in here, in my mind, he's still that guy. It's uh-huh. just like um, Brian Cranston when he was yeah. Uh, yeah. Walter White. I was like, oh, the dude from Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Okay. And he's phenomenal. And you see him in this yeah. movie, he's so he's good. Yeah, yeah. He did swole. Yeah, huh? like, yeah. He's J- like- <laughs> J- J.K. Simmons? Yeah. Well, he got like unnecessarily swole to play the Gordon, what? <laughs> Commissioner Gordon in uh, Batman vs. Superman. Was he in that movie? Yeah, but like barely. And people were like, why the fuck did you get so swole, J.K. Simmons? <laughs> He's so ripped. <laughs> like, so fucking ripped as hell. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like so the movie is just a struggle between teacher and whatever. Uh-huh. Like you said, to a healthy point is that like this, this, it gets to a point where the dude has to like drop out of like the class. Yeah. And he eventually comes back and it all leads up to this climactic ending where he rips this fucking soul. Oh my I couldn't <laughs> This shit is like out of this world. I have never I have never seen Frankie ever once talk about a movie the way he talked about this one to me. And uh, I cuz I had heard about it before you. Mm-hmm. And I knew about it and I was like, yeah, it looks really good. I'll watch it one day. And then I don't I forgot it was just out of the blue. You were like this fucking movie Whiplash, you must watch it. Yeah. You have to see it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a drumming movie. Like, all right, I'll take a look. I I was hooked immediately. I was like, I, I get it. And I definitely get this. We were talking about, like, studios. They, like, love to fuck movies up. Yeah. So this movie ends. I, mean, I might spoil this fucking movie. It's not, like, a big spoiler. But, yeah. you know, guy's trying to please his teacher. A lot of shit goes down. He ends up getting back into the band. And he kind of hijacks their last, like, concert. And he's, like, playing the shit out of Solo. Yeah. And the professor's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, whatever. And he's just like, you follow my lead. And he's, like, playing the drums. Yeah. And he plays this what feels like 15-minute drum solo. Yeah. And it, it's, like, one of the best endings to a movie I've ever seen. And the studio wanted to cut it. They, yeah. Right? They were, like, I, the, the, the notes from the studio was, like, we get it. He's good at the drums. Yeah. Like, cut this part out of the yeah. movie. Why? You know what I mean? Like, Why I, would you? I feel like if it didn't have that part, it wouldn't be as good of a movie. Nope. It's just, and I think something about that solo shows you that, like, he's he's good. He's good at the drums. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's, like, scary how, like, good he is at the drums because you see, like, how obsessed he is with the drums yeah. and how, like, unhealthy it is because there's the part where he's playing the drums and they pan over to his dad and his dad is, like, looking through, like, a little crack in the door watching and him. he's, he's like, scared. He looks scared. He yeah, looks, he, he looks terrified. It's like he doesn't recognize his own son. No, that, I loved that yeah. part so much. He's just, like, got his mouth open. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. Yeah. Like, he, he looked like he was... That's how yeah, scary. Like, he, he didn't that's recognize how, him. Yeah, that's how terrified he was. And to be what his son be truly so good, was, you yeah. know what I mean? To be so good at something like that, I mean, it. I'm getting hyped just talking yeah. about it now. Like, it was, it was just so fucking, like, it was passionate. It was yeah. like, damn, you're... you're really feeling for this character yeah, right yeah. now um and like we said some like the 
cinematography. Is that just like the way shit looks? I don't know. Um, but yeah. some of the shit that they show, like it's just so the movie. It's so stylish. Yeah. And like in that last solo, the they had this part where it was shot in like a very smooth yeah. like, style. It was like it, very like just like jazz. It was a very smooth sort of way this movie was shot. Yeah. And there's this part in the last drum solo where he's like drumming, and it takes on this rhythm of like. Brum, 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 brum. Yeah. But every time it like moves to a thing, it shows a different part of the drums. Yeah, and the drums are shaking, and like sweat is falling off his forehead. He hits a cymbal, and there's like a drop of blood that falls off, and yeah. like, mm, looking fucking too much. great, looking great. Yeah, it's almost like an anime. I like went back and I watched <laughs> that shit. Like as soon as I finished, I like rewind. I watched the whole drum solo again. <laughs> I was just like, <sighs> it's a damn good movie. Yeah, man. yeah, that's my, that's my favorite movie of the decade for yeah. sure. Hey. <laughs> oh, <wait>. <laughs> <laughs> perfect perfect um all right and uh shit well that was damn good with we that just, oh. with that we're gonna we're, we're we're gonna try to uh we're gonna try to get a little extra little extra opinions on this uh and if we can get it i'll put it into the show if we can't it'll be a little nice little extra 30 minute bit that we'll uh we'll release for you guys to listen to but uh we're trying to get a special guest onto the show to get uh they're a little busy right now uh-huh. <laughs> so, so real busy yeah but um do you want to talk about any like honorable mentions or would you save that for the later bit yeah i would say that for the later bit all right i would say that for the later bit to be honest because i feel like i can go in on like my honorable mentions because they were going to be on like I, I originally said that we were gonna do maybe like top ten each, but mm-hmm. that would have been too long. But yeah, I can go in on my on my honorable mentions. All right, we can save that one. So, uh, Whiplash movie of the decade. Yeah, you heard it here first. Definitely, <laughs> your name. That's that's a good album. Right. You were about to get into that <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, 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 we're not. <laughs> uh, but that was it, folks. That that concludes our uh, end of the decade special. Brought to you guys uh, from us guys here at nothing special podcast with that we will be returning to our regularly scheduled programming of uh stories of the week that we find mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff coming up in 2020 folks Got a, Thank you. a special guest coming up yeah i think we have two guests yeah we have two guests already Possibly. lined up well we have like three like lined oh, up whoa, whoa. yeah we have three that third up. one you, you you know who it is yeah, you know who it is <laughs> i don't know who it is oh i think i know who it is yeah <laughs> um but yeah, we have uh, you know we're looking forward to the new year, guys, and uh, thank you everyone uh, who has listened to us so far. Uh, to all the lo- to all the new listeners, welcome, and uh, I'm gonna call it, man. 2020 is gonna be a good year for another special. All right, it's gonna be a very good year. And uh, with that, I think we're gonna we're gonna cap this off. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already followed us on social media, do so: Instagram, Facebook. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're everywhere. You know where to find us. You know where it is. And uh, with that, later. 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 (laughs) Yeah.